0: I'm Brad Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks
1: Show and the VSEN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF, Kinston. and welcome to hour two of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. I am the aforementioned Brian Hanks. Uh, today is Thursday, October the twenty-sixth, in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty-three. This is hour two of episode nine fifty-six of the of the big show here. If you missed our first hour, you missed a, a very good, very informative hour. We had uh, the new head coach of the Kinston Wingman uh, baseball team, James Rice. He joined us here uh, on the show, uh, live from Pennsylvania. And then uh, you just heard, if you were listening to us live, uh, one of the head coaches of the Lenore Community College volleyball team, David Barnes. Uh, I tell you what, that Lancers team just doing some amazing things this year uh, as they have uh, already won 13 games, eight league, eight league matches, 13 matches overall. And they are in the second round of the Region 10 tournament. So, uh, if you missed it, you can go. You can listen to our replay right here on BetOnTheBull.com at three o'clock, or you can go to BrianHanks.com and listen on demand. Any doggone time you want to, Jason Bryant. What's up, man? How you doing, man? I'm good. You smiling a little too much this morning, man. I'm okay. Good. And I, I like. I no, no, no. Don't get it twisted. I love to see a happy Jason Bryant. A, a happy Jason Bryant means it's a happy Brian Hanks and a That's happy right. Paul Whittington and a happy Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith. Uh, but I, I think I know from whence your happiness comes, though.
2: No, you don't have a clue. I'm. I am happy because I am fasting today.
1: No food, no. I'm going to do my best. Where are you fasting from?
2: I am fasting today because I'm judging cooking competitions (laughs) tomorrow. And I've been told. I get it. I have been warned. So I am going to true smoke tomorrow with a empty stomach.
1: Well, now you do know, though, they do say this. Now, I've judged quite a few competitions myself. They tell you, don't completely fast. Yeah. You need to eat a little bit of something because what happens is your stomach will shrink if you... Uh,
2: My stomach can't go shrink (laughs) in one day. Have you seen this thing?
1: (laughs) I see mine every day. I know. (laughs) Dude, I am so glad you brought up True Smoke. Uh, You know, we had David Watkins on yesterday or was it Tuesday?
2: Or Tuesday, Yeah, on
1: Tuesday's show. And... uh, well, you know, uh, Lynn and I are judging the pizza competition tonight. Awesome! Yeah, we're doing that. I'm uh, taking my cornhole boards over. They're gonna play some cornhole. Then I think you and I are judging tomorrow morning. Now you're gonna come out for the show tomorrow
2: morning too, right? Um, we yeah, part of it. Kids are out of school, so it's my intention. Okay. Um,
1: Dude, bring Connor.
2: Yeah, I might bring him out in the morning. That would be awesome. Yeah. I'll
1: put him on the air, yeah. man. We're gonna be doing
2: the show. So maybe live. we'll do that in in the morning. Um, yeah. So i I love it we're gonna be get a uh, double joining. dose of my big mouth <laughs> Dude, i'll be you with know. you i'll be with you tomorrow
1: i love it i absolutely love it well we're gonna have a bunch of people out there yep. as we always do when we uh do a, a true smoke event i mean david watkins will join us chris hatcher scheduled yep. to join us out there uh ryan stevenson i believe is mm-hmm. going to join us and we're going to have uh several folks uh join us out there you'll be out yep. there man this is gonna be fun man but uh, but it does start tonight. I'm glad you brought that up. True Smoke, it begins tonight. In fact, I think at noon they're going <coughs> to excuse me. They're going to begin letting uh, campers uh, go in there. And then, uh, like I said, the uh, – now, you do know they have an adult beverage competition tomorrow, too. Now, you and I have to be at North – I know you're making a face. Yeah. You and I have to be at North Lenore well, tomorrow.
2: I, I have an event tomorrow that's, oh, that's on right. Seymour Johnson Air Force Base for a guitar pool ticket stop where we're handing out um, – Tickets to military families at their Halloween event. So I have uh, to tell us on, a little bit about the guitar pool. Yeah, uh, guitar pool is coming up. I don't have the list of the artists right here in front of me. Um, lots of followers on TikTok. Some TikTok <laughs> on, on TikTok. Um, number one songs, they're up and they're all up and coming artists. Um, diehard country music enthusiasts will recognize the names. Um, but a really good lineup is coming up November 15th.
1: Someone, and I'll, I'll, I'm not going to talk about it here on the air because they're listening to us right now, I know, and they're going to be mad if I say this on the air, but uh, I was out at Bradfest, you know, mm-hmm. uh, on Saturday, and uh, a mutual friend of ours said, hey, are you going to the guitar pool? And, and and listen, I got nothing. It's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, no, you not. and I have talked it's about it. It, it. it would be no. like I'm a big hip hop fan. It, and you're it's not, not exact, everybody's
2: yeah. cup of tea. It's not.
1: Well, no, but you're gonna love this. You're gonna love this. So anyway, uh, this person said, uh, "Oh look, oh look, there's our new." Okay, got to interrupt for a second. There's our new baby right there. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> you know his name is Tony. Why? Tony Bennett, the best okay. basketball coach in the Atlantic Coast Conference, but he's slept with us last night. And I gotta let everybody know: Linda, uh, the executive producer of the show, has brought uh, our our new addition to the family out here. We just got him yesterday.
2: I <laughs> wait for your if, reaction. If here. reincarnation is a thing, I want to come back as a pet to a pet lover's family. Yeah, because there's nothing. I mean, I'm just like. I don't dislike pets. I just don't have any. And you know, with small a couple of
1: kids, they're sort of many pets. Well with small
2: but (laughs) Yeah, 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 they are. But (laughs) but I mean with small with children, I mean, I guess I'm overprotective. Yeah. I mean, Avery had a hamster and it was the worst day (laughs) in the history of the Bryant House when (laughs) we found the hamster Oh oh, in his cage. So I try to and and with fish and stuff. Earlier in their year yeah, I just don't want the heart. Would you like to hold Tony? No.
1: (laughs) Why not, man? man?
2: Dude, I had a cat when I was growing up and Tigger got assassinated by a drive by with a pellet gun. Seriously.
1: What?
2: Yeah. And this cat would would lay in the bed, sleep with me, but he was almost like a dog. I could I could say, Tigger, come here and he'd run to me. Like he'd go outside. And I'd call him, and he'd come right to me, and it was like, yeah, I was pretty pissed. If well, I'da that's found why
1: you don't, why you don't. If have found, pets, because your heart I'da, was
2: broken. If I'd have found that person, man, <laughs> I
1: do like that he used the term assassinate. Though I've never heard of a pet being assassinated. It was before. assassinated
2: right, right in my yard. Yep, you had a go.
1: pruder film. You know, uh,
2: uh, shot came from the grassy knoll, man. <laughs> it
1: came from the grassy knoll. <laughs> Okay, boy. Thank you for being here. Let me get get a little pet in here.
2: I don't dislike animals. I just.
1: Look at that little tail. There's enough heartbreak
2: in the world with losing friends and family members that. I don't want to have to go through it with pets. So. Well, dude,
1: not that I'm trying to go down a dark path here, but, you know, Molly's 14 now. and I get it, man. That's all I think about. Well, no, it's not all I think about. But, man, I baby her as much as possible because I know the day is going to come. Yeah. Dude, I've had her for 14. Years. Dude, I'm 54. Yeah. I've had her for a third of my life, dude. Isn't that crazy? You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. not a third, a quarter of my life. I get it. A quarter of my
2: life. I get it, though, but that's yeah. – and and with as busy as our life is mm-hmm. with – Kellen yep. at school and Connor travel ball and, you know, with her mom and dad, my mom and dad, and always having something to do. It, it wouldn't be fair yeah. to a pet to keep them locked up in the house and not do things with them. Plus, we like to go to the beach. I don't want to have to worry about boarding them or getting somebody. So I'm, I am always tell people I'm in the business of raising humans. Well,
1: let's jump back. Uh, the, the cat interrupted us there for a second. Thanks, but,
2: Linda, uh, for throwing us off topic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Linda, could you –
1: you bring me some more liquor, pl- I mean, uh, some more <laughs> water, please. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Where were we at? I, We were talking about True Smoke, yeah. And uh, just uh, it starts today at noon. There's going to be competitions tonight. Tomorrow's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to be judging. Yeah. What are you judging tomorrow? Pork
2: steak. Yeah. Let me say this. You you gave me David's number. Yeah. Um, and I reached out to him because we uh, Chris and myself and Ryan Stevenson talked about me judging something, and um, I reached out to David. Never met David. I look forward to it tomorrow. Oh, he's a great guy. But one of the nicest men and welcoming persons I have ever spoken to. Um, I felt like we were best friends right from the junk street when I got on the phone with him, yeah. and we ended up talking for about 20 minutes about just, like, nothing. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to it. I, I've never been um I am a true me like hatch 100%. 100%. oh that dude
1: yeah, thank you, baby. I mean, me and hatch uh, go
2: way back i mean yeah when Chris was younger uh his, the more talented and under motivated brother Hatcher brother um Bobby, Bo- Bobby played softball together for i don't know man fifteen twenty years when we got out of high school, I mean, we played every summer together and followed hatch and um yeah, so. I mean, we're just good friends. We've always been good friends. Well,
1: I'm telling you, that's where I well the comparison I was drawing there, man. You know what just a good got guy his, Hatch
2: is. It's just yeah. got his tape all over it.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, David Watkins is awesome. Ryan is awesome. Just all those True Smoke folks are. Can't wait for that tonight. But uh, get out there, folks. I mean, uh, get on True Smoke. Go to Facebook. Look up True Smoke. It costs you nothing. Yeah, I've been a member.
2: a member. I've been a member since day one. Wow. I don't post anything on it yeah. because I'm not a, like an avid um, smoker, like most of these people are. But I do. I do look at things. I I take ideas from them. I try it at my house. I mean, it's cool. I love seeing everything that they do. Um, I got a friend of mine that I grew, that grew up right across the street from me that lives down in. Um, in Newport-Moorhead City area, and I saw um, this morning uh, pictures of him last night loading up a trailer with all his grills, so I cannot wait to see him. <laughs>
1: um, well, this is what I like to say about that is I've now done several events out there, and the easiest way, it's uh, I believe it's 3299 uh, Fred Everett Road in yeah. LaGrange. Uh, but what is neat about it is if you've got your car, windows down on your car, just small. Uh, just follow the smell, yeah. and I'm not even joking, man. Yeah. It is it is awesome, and you're going to have a blast out there. We'll be doing the show live from there tomorrow morning, and that uh, tomorrow's show is going to be all about that. Of course, we're going to talk about North and uh Kinston, too, which is a big game. I uh, I want to quick hit some of this stuff here real quick. Yeah, uh, ahead. with ahead, you, uh, Rapid Brad, fire. Brad. Bradfest,
2: fantastic. Um, I thought they did a great job. Amazing. Uh, Pearson Park is a very difficult. As beautiful as it is, when you bring in a music act or multiple acts, it is a logistical nightmare. Yeah. They did a fantastic job getting the bands in and out of there. That's the stuff I look at as an event planner. And seeing how they did everything, how organized it was, flawless. Um, like we talked about with them in here last year, my fear is that as good a location as Pearson Park is, it'll outgrow it.
1: Uh, And I really think it it could be as soon as the 2024 event because that's that's not a bad – Oh, no, not at all. But there were 1,500 people out there.
2: Yeah, at least. At
1: least. Well, and I I try to do conservative estimates because – and I'm talking about at the peak, but that doesn't even count how many people because it started at 2 o'clock, it ended. Good Lord, it probably ended about –
2: Yeah, the total number of people in and out is probably more in the two range. Yeah. Maybe even more. Yeah. But at one – At at the height of it, I think the 1,500 numbers probably, I don't know, 2,000 might be capacity at that place if you had them all there at one time. Um, And the reason I'm saying that, did you know that, gosh, I I got to figure out my timeline, 2010 or 11, the barbecue festival was actually held in Pearson Park. The cookers (laughs) Everything. I remember.
1: I re- I've been here
2: since '02. I
1: remember. So, yeah.
2: So it was done there, and it outgrew it. Oh, yeah. And where would you – okay, now I know we've got the uh,
1: the Wood Ducks are in town for one more year, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, Stephen Watts is not real big on uh, no. things taking place. <laughs> and I'm not denigrating. He no. wants the best playing facility. He wants Absolutely. the best playing service. But if it's not next year – I could really see Bradfest being out there for 2025, couldn't you? Yeah, at Granger Stadium, I guess yeah. is what I'm
2: saying. I mean, the only thing, and the only thing about moving Bradfest to Granger Stadium is you get it away from downtown and the merchants. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's the, true. That's the only thing.
1: But you could have them set up, you know, out in the parking lot, and
2: ideally speaking, if there was a way to. Buy the old Lenore Oxygen building and dismantle it and expand the park. I think it would be great for Kinston, but you got to have the demand to do more than one event a year there. Well, so, and, and I mean, it's gonna, just a lot of moving pieces. I just but. wish
1: we could get back there. I loved – talked about this on yesterday's show or uh, – yeah, on yesterday's show with Mike Martin. I just – dude, I love sand in the streets, man. And I'm not saying that I went well, to every think single about, one of them, but I went to 80% of them and – I would go out there and set up my chair and you know, yep. and Linda and I would set up our chair right. and listen so, to music and so real
2: quick, two minutes on Sand in the Streets. Yeah. and not throwing any shade here, but let's please, please. Let's look at Sand in the Streets for what it was. Okay. Sand in the Streets was nothing more than an event, sand in the streets. It was made for beach music. Yeah. It was the beach music crowd. The idea was to get the beach music crowd, which Kenson's known for. Some would argue I mean, we talk about the birthplace of funk, but a lot of people, like, dancing and shagging and, and, and beach music relate to Kinston as one of the bigger starting points of that movement late 70s, early 80s, okay? So, the idea of saying the Streets was to get the beach crowd to come out, dance, have something to do. Well, when do you do it? Well, you can't do it during the summer on Fridays and Saturdays because... Everybody's that beach crowd beach. goes to the beach, <laughs> yeah. so it was nothing more than an event to get the weekend started early, before the beach crowd got out of town. That's what it was. So, some things have happened. I'm I'm not going into it, but it changed. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. And then it kind of went away. It was. It's a lot of work. I was involved in it for for a couple of years with yeah. when I was with a different radio group. It's a lot of work, man. A lot goes into that, and people just didn't volunteer like they did in the beginning and you know a group of volunteers goes away where do you find the other one then one two three maybe four people are doing all the work and it becomes a lot but there is an avenue for it there's a pathway to it i think we can get it back um could it be as early as 24 i mean i i wouldn't see why not there's no cost to having it other than the bands mm-hmm. bands are going to cost two What? thing is on a thursday night it's not as expensive as getting them on saturdays so you know two thousand twenty five hundred dollars three grand at the max to get a band down there where's the money gonna come from
1: wrns <laughs> <laughs> you like that that was good right he did he didn't know i was gonna say that but, so
2: but the beach music crowd's not my genre
1: i know I know. I was
2: picking. It doesn't. Well, does it necessarily have to
1: be beach music? I mean, we could say Sand in the Streets, and it could be anything. Because I'm telling you, those bands that were there the other night, they were all good. I was very impressed. Did you stay for the Mac and Juice? No, we left. Okay, I didn't know. Dude, the Mac and Juice Quartet was everything. I had never heard them before. I've heard them before. Well, I hadn't. That was my first time hearing them. I'm telling you, Jason. I was as impressed with them as I have been any live band I mean, uh, not, I'm not talking about like U2 or anybody like that, but I'm talking about any live yeah. band that I've heard at a festival or anything like this. They were good. They were smooth. They.
2: I think if you name it Sand Streets, it has to be beach music. Well, then don't call it – let's call it uh... – But Sandin Streets is what everybody knew. Yeah, but we could call it something else. But huh? at its heyday, yeah. that was what it was. Oh, I know. I know. And when you started going <laughs> away from that is when it started going no. downhill. But anyway yeah. – that's my three minutes. On I like shoots.
1: it. I absolutely like it. And congratulations again. Sorry, to I got to move you on because we got it. Oh, so we got so much to know. You're right. We got so much to
2: talk about. And we've only got but about they, 15 minutes left yeah, to do it in. Yeah, but they did a great job. Hats oh, yeah. off to all of them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Allie, Stacy, uh, Jackie, Lily. Carmen Burt, Chris, Matt, Alex, all of them out there. They did such a great job. Real quick, I got to get your thoughts on the World Series, man. Talk about when's the last time Kinston has had such a strong connection in the World Series? Yeah. The the Rangers where we've got three players and a coach.
2: Dude, anybody well, who the met day, Tori we had Levolo? the Indians. Yeah. We had the Indians connection.
1: But for a while, but But it's, it's not been the a same. while, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's been yeah. a while. Uh, who you got? I want to know uh, who you're picking. Uh, we've already had like four or five people chime in this morning. I've got it in six. I've got the Rangers in six. What What do you have?
2: I don't know how many games it'll take. It'll probably go all seven. But I really like the Diamondbacks. There's something. They're young. They don't know any better.
1: <laughs> I love I'm, that. I mean, oh, I I'm, love that. I'm serious,
2: yeah. man. They're just they don't know any better. Yeah. They they're just playing baseball, and I think that I think that gives them a check mark in. In their column. There's I mean, their no pitchers reason don't in know, the world they should have beat the no, Phillies. No, there's not. But yeah. they – look, man, they took one of the hottest teams that I've ever seen yeah. and and even were down 0-2. hmm And they figured it out. They fig- But it all started – and that coach, man, tell him when you get him on. Matter of fact, I love to be in here when you okay. interview him. But, I mean, not pitching to Harper and Schwarber killed the Phillies. Yeah. Because you don't throw to them and then – and then you throw to them late in games, what are they doing? They're pressing. Yeah. They're trying to hit the ball out of the ballpark, and they have had no swings. They get walked, and all of a sudden, they're out of rhythm. And, man, it changed the whole series. I'm telling you, it did. So, who you got? I got Arizona. And? In... I don't know, man. I, don't, I mean, I think it'll have to go
1: seven. Wow. This is going to be fun. And I love it that it's not – the Astros back in it, or the Yankees, not that the Yankees have been in it a whole lot, but no, the Red thought- Sox or anybody like that, or the Dodgers. I, I, and I'm a Nationals fan, yeah. but I love seeing the Diamondbacks yeah. and the Rangers, two teams and nobody, and you know, we can be jealous. Our good friend, John Clemens, he's not just going to be there tomorrow night. He's there for the first two games of the That's series, awesome. man. No, yeah. is it awesome? I think it's a little unfair. I think you and I should have been uh, able John to.
2: John works hard. He deserves that. <laughs> yes, he Everything does. <laughs> he's been through the last year, let him go out and have a good time. Yep. But the did- the thing is, is, is nothing against Texas or or Arizona, but I just think it's. Good. A lot of people argue it's bad for baseball. No, it's freaking good for baseball because that's what's –
1: Anybody who says it's bad is not a sports fan. Okay, Well,
2: well, they want the big market teams
3: in there.
1: Anything – I got to get a minute from you because we got to get into high school football because we're going to talk a lot about Kenson North and North. We're going to do it tomorrow night on the real Discount Drugs pregame show. We're going to do it during the show tomorrow uh, live from True Smoke because we're going to have Diesel and uh, Larry Dale on the show. But, uh, dude – ECU football and I sat out at Bradfest with my phone in my lap, watching uh, that whole second half of that game, dude. I got to tell you, and yeah, I know you picked on me. I think you sent me a text. You are like, "Hey, how's that seven and
2: five uh, well, prediction coming?" It's it's not just that. I I never felt seven and five. Yeah, but I think I told you earlier in the year that after the um, Michigan and Marshall game. I felt like Marshall would be in the top 25 before the year was over. I said it. You said that. I said it early. So, I was questioning, hey, you know, 0 and is not that bad because they have played a top five team in the country. And I think an eventual ranked team, that didn't work out. Yeah. It's just – Dude. I hate it for ECU. I, I really do. Um, there will be changes. There's going to be a lot of changes. How soon?
1: Um, okay, I agree with you. There's going to be changes. How so, does it happen during this regular season? Does it happen 10 minutes after the final game when they finish 2-10 and or 1-11? I think it
2: happens the Sunday after the final game. Okay. I don't think they do anything in, in between. I mean, I like what Panthers do. Does Mike chose. Houston hang on? Wow, I, you're having to think about that. Okay. I mean, I like Mike Houston. I think he's good for Greenville. Um. This has got to be a direct reflection on him. I mean, it's his, it's his players. It's it's his staff he's hired. I mean, there's got to be in some, his fifth year. It's not like there's got to be some accountability somewhere. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, I don't know, Brian. Wow. I mean, ECU can't keep. I think they end up keeping him because they're paying all these people that they keep firing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
1: well, how about the – okay, I agree with you. Okay, dude, the God-fearing Wahoos of the University of Virginia go into Chapel Hill. I'm going to hurt your feelings on this one. What? No, dude. I mean, this is the worst – I, I, you can't – let me say this. You can't hurt my feelings. This is the worst Virginia team in 40 years, Jason, and they went into Chapel Hill and beat – Arguably the best Carolina team in the last thirty years, dude.
2: I understand. Don't you. hurt my feelings though. I mean, I'm not a Carolina fan. Be gentle. But I I wanted I was very disappointed in the Tar Heels because I felt like they were on the cusp of doing something really, really special. And now it's like it's oh, gone. It's, yeah, it is gone. But and I mean I thought Duke <laughs> was on the verge of doing something really special against Florida State before Riley Leonard got hurt again right. the other night. Is and, he back?
1: Uh, I was on Panicelli's show yesterday, and I mean, we I, were I, making I, picks.
2: I think he'll be back this week. Okay. I mean, I think it was something that um, Coach Elko could see the momentum turning, and he could see him teeing off, and that they had figured out something. And he was like, yeah, there's no way you're going back in this game. I need you yeah. down the road because, hey, man, Duke's still having a hell of a season.
1: Do they beat Louisville?
2: I mean, they've lost – is it in Durham? Oh, probably not. Okay. Especially after Louisville getting yeah, yeah. it handed to him. Probably not. Yeah. But still, after that, I don't see him lose. And Well, the Carolina game's a toss up. But look at that Notre Dame and Florida State. I didn't think Notre Dame was that good. I and then didn't think they spanked USC. I know. I, was, I mean, Paul and I said, I don't know if you listen. I had a chance to I go didn't back know. and listen. I had- but, I mean, we, we talked about Notre Dame getting exposed and 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 one game away from being fraudulent. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And that was going to the USC game. And then USC just, I don't even know where they were at that weekend.
1: Okay. There you go. Anything you want to hit before we hit I right, Let's go ahead. Give me my medicine. I mean, I'm not real happy about this. But I, I went out on a limb with some of our picks last week. Uh, high on school football picks. Dude. Brian had a bad, bad, bad no, I week mean, last week.
2: It wasn't just that. Um, oh
1: God! Well, I was trying. I was two games behind you going well, into last well, week, and well, I was trying to catch you, and I on. did. It, and I had faith. Let me say this: I had faith in Green Central. I really did. Yeah. I thought that after beating them five straight yeah. years in a row, yeah, I really thought they were going to win that game. I thought Parrot Academy was going to win. Yeah, tell them what you did well, last I week. Mean, how you did last week. I mean, Jason. the
2: thing is, is. The Green Central pick was against the grain yeah. of everybody. Um, the East Duplin pick was not. I know. Um, didn't, you James pick Wall- Ke- didn't
1: you pick Wallace, though?
2: No, I picked East Duplin. Oh, I thought you picked. Keith picked Wallace. Oh, okay. So, that's what I'm telling you. Well, tell everybody Spence the standings. Ju- yeah. Spence jumps to first place. By himself? No. Oh. He no. went from. Wow. Oh, he's listening right now, He too. went from he's- being one game up on you and Paul and. A game behind to him and I are now tied with forty six. He was five and one last week. He lost the parrot game. Okay. Um, I was four and two. I lost to East Duplin and the James Keenan game. Okay. Um, Paul and Coach were three and three, and you were two and four. Oh, so what's the overall standings then? Uh, Jason Spence tied forty six. Coach third, forty fifth. Paul. F- with 43 points and hanks with
1: 42 so there's no way i'm going to be able to catch you guys
2: well give me the games for this week so i can write them down i
1: like it well the first game obviously is uh kenston at north lenore that is our davis wholesale tire game of the week we'll have the Rillo discount drugs pregame show uh at five o'clock kickoff for the game will be at seven and uh man there's a lot of stuff I now I'll hit all this stuff tomorrow too but Kinston leads its overall series 26 to 6. Uh the team but here's what's interesting to me from 1998 to 2005 North and and Kinston were four and four against each other. Yeah. I didn't realize that until I went back and I crunched the numbers. That's crazy. But since then Kinston is 16 and 1 versus North and The only game was uh the 2016 uh, game where uh uh North and won. Diesel is 9-1 all time against North Lenore. Okay, this is Larry Dale's first game in the rivalry. Here's the one, and I wanted to save this till tomorrow, but I couldn't because I got Jason Bryant yep. in my studio this morning. I got to ask him. This is get, You ready to test your brain a little yep. bit here? When's the last time you think North Lenore beat Kinston in Wheat Swamp? Not beat them at Kinston High because that was 2016, but when do you think was the last time North Lenore beat
2: Kinston in Wheat Swamp? It'd have to be early 2000s may, no it may may even have been before that you ready yeah
1: 1998
2: wow dude 1998
1: is the last time north lenore won at home against kenston wow. dude i think they've got a good chance i'm not saying i'm not making my pick right now but <laughs> your thoughts mr Hawk alum and mr uh uh, Mr. First Husband of Kinston High School. You like that? Not All, first lady, but uh I mean
2: I first gentleman. I am North and I would love to see him win this game. I don't I don't really see a path to it unless they can control the line of scrimmage and keep with ball control and, and um uh, time of possession keep Kinston's offense off the field because Kinston's gonna throw the football. I don't know how good North and North is. They have athletes. They have athletes all over the field. I just don't know that they can cover Kinston's receivers and the talent. Tyreek Copper had three touchdowns against, against Wallace. Wallace. That was their last game. They found something that could be very, very dangerous for North and North tomorrow night.
1: For folks who haven't seen Tyreek Copper, he is a sophomore. He's the son of Terrence Copper. And yep. just uh, the sky's the limit for that kid, isn't yeah, he? It? Tell, just, tell, give, us, give us a scouting report. I mean, he on might
2: him. have 10 catches tomorrow night. Wow. I'm thinking. Good and if Lord. they double up on him, then the other guys are perfectly capable of taking up slack. I mean, he's just – he's a monster. Wow. Yep. That is impressive. That's what I think. But
1: Well, that's going to be a good game tomorrow night. Uh, Kenston, three and say And I will say this, and I, I have looked at the numbers. I've looked at the high school OT stuff. I've looked at RPI. I'm not going to declare this because who am I to declare it? But I really honestly think, Jason – Whoever wins that game tomorrow night is making it to the state playoffs. I really do. I mean, with RPI and all that. Now, the loser does not make the playoffs. The winner makes the playoffs, in my my opinion. Now, bear in mind, they're going to be a 31 or 32 seed. They're going to be in the playoffs going to probably Wallace Rose Hill or somebody like that or Clinton. Nobody wants to go to Clinton in the first round. But – what would this mean to Larry Dale and uh, North Lenore if that were to happen and North Lenore pulls off the upset, pulls off – but I'm being serious. Yeah. In his first year with – dude, and you know better than anybody is being a Hawks alum yourself, yeah. with all the stuff that's happened in North Lenore this year, how awesome would that be for North Lenore to make the state playoffs? It would
2: be – I mean, he's not where he wants to be. He'll tell yeah. you that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I think he would take it, and I think he'd, he'd, he'd build off of it, and it'd be really good for North Lenore football. Well – uh, Kinston has been to the state
1: playoffs every year since 2008, and this is the first realistic time they've easily made the playoffs every yeah. year since then. This is the first time in dude, in 15 years that Kinston could be looking on the, uh, outside looking in, especially I, uh, I'm going to say it. If they lose to North North tomorrow night, they will not make the playoffs. It'll be the first time in yep. diesel's career at kinston high school uh so that possibility exists okay that's the first game of uh, tomorrow then uh we've got parrot academy and we're gonna have to bang through these i'm just gonna have to give you the list of games we don't really have time we'll, hey we want people to listen to the real Low discount drugs pregame show tomorrow night Who's to listen parrot for playing? all these pre <laughs> parrot is at rocky mount faith they while you're writing it down i'll tell you they've played each other eight times since 2017 that's right every year since 2017 plus two playoffs in the 2018 and 2019 Bethel is at Wilson Community Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aiden Grifton is at home against Washington. And do we even put in the Jones Senior Chalk no. Unity South side? No, no, uh, and nothing against, you. dude. They've been outscored like four hundred yeah. no, and fifty-two to twenty-two. This is for picks something. purposes only. Hold on, let me pull it up. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see what East Duplin is doing tomorrow night. They then. should have
2: Keenan. Ooh, is
1: it definitely, but well, I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. We definitely got to put that game in uh, our picks. It's got to be
2: Wallace versus Keenan or East Duplin versus Southwest. I mean,
1: now you're right. Oh uh, No, East Duplin <laughs> is at home against Southwest. You're right. Southwest Onslow at East Duplin. We definitely got to put that one in there. And then uh, Wallace should be at Keenan. Look at you. Wallace at Keenan tomorrow night too. That'll be a heck of a game, dude. Those are good games, so those will be the games we pick. So that's six. I tell you what, I kind of want to put, if I remember correctly, uh, Farmville. Let me see where Farmville's is got. Farmville flying. playing West Craven? That's what I think it is. That's the reason. Dude, I think we've got to put, if that's what it is, give me a second. Um,
2: thank God for the internet. No,
1: so, uh, it's Farmville at North
2: Pitt. So who's West Far- Craven got? Um, but anyway, just people that don't know. Well, I assume they're playing tonight. Oh, no, no, no. Put this down. We've got to put
1: this in. Uh, West Craven at Southwest Edgecombe. They're both undefeated in uh, the Eastern Plains 2A. They're both 5-0. They're both 7-2, 5-0 going into that game. There you go. And that'll be a good one. So, there you go. Okay, hey, I hate to do this. Got to yep. get John and Jonathan here. Dude, I will see you tomorrow yep. from the True Smoke Barbecue. Uh, they'll, dude, they'll bring us breakfast tomorrow. Oh, they, they take fantastic. such good care of us tomorrow. Bring Connor, dude. I will. Okay, very good. Hey, let's get John and Jonathan in here, and uh, we'll play the birthday game. Come back, wrap up the show right after that. Today is Thursday, October the 26th in the year of our Lord 2023. John Dawson, a little bit worried about you. Time to play the birthday game first. Let me say that first. <laughs> I'll play with my my uh, my work husband, John Dawson, and with our work son, uh, Jonathan Massey. You know, with all this pronoun <laughs> stuff going around,
0: I-, I thought I had reached a threshold, but you just crossed it. I did. I did. I, I,
1: I, Whew, I, I'm triggered. <laughs> you are triggered. But uh, I got to tell you, I'm a little bit worried about you, John. You jumped out to a 9-4 to four lead. Well, here. I got to win one of the next five. You've got to win one of the next five. Yeah. Can you do it? Well, no. Actually, it's one of the next four. It's now 9-6. to six. It was nine, it was nine to four. He had led, uh, or you had led, (laughs) there's six left. He's won the last two days. Good Lord. I've never had so many side eyes in a 22nd period. (laughs) How does it make you feel? A little uh, distracted. And you know, ah,
3: he's doing it again. Point the gun at yourself, Brian.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, point the gun at myself, there you go. Uh, What's happened over the last couple of days here, Dizzle? Well, people like uh, like something to go
0: down to the wire, and since the ACC is ruined and pro sports is ruined, this is the only legit sport where nobody's making any money. So if <laughs> I don't know, I had a you point know what, loss. and
1: I haven't even brought it up. You brought up the ACC, and I mean, here it is Thursday. It's been almost a week since it happened. But uh, how about my good, my God fearing Wahoos from the University of Virginia? Defeating, undefeated, and number 10, Carolina in Chapel Hill this past Saturday. What sport was that? Football. <laughs> Carolina, that was six and oh. Carolina was 6-0. Carolina was 6-0. Had not lost a game all season. Was rolling along. They were talking about them in the national championship hunt. And what happens? The worst football team in Virginia, at uh, the University of Virginia, in the past 40 years, easily, probably even 40, 42 years. Yes. Rolls into Chapel Hill and beats the university of uh north carolina dude i just i i
3: you know carolina might have won if that one receiver had been reinstalled he was well, he reinstated he was
1: reinstated Taz walker he knows nothing about
0: walker
3: yeah i'm not about. i'm not knocking him i'm knocking all these oh i know well, in, my def- in my defense
0: fans. i don't care about football so no.
3: well on record <laughs> you said just a couple of days ago on the show you were almost done with i'm college. almost done yeah. with
0: basketball yeah. i'm like within hen's teeth of being done with that hey you recognize this
3: Oh yeah, that's the that's the for people on the uh, radio. Yeah, that's the refillable water bottle that Brian got at at the the sphere.
1: Look, I'm even saying it right now. See the sphere? I had to pay what ten dollars for this bottle of water. (laughs) Say it. Say it. Seems excessive. It is excessive. But feel how cold. Am I bugging you? I didn't mean to bug you. (laughs) I didn't mean to bug you. Here, Phil, fill the.
0: It feels like a good dollar fifty cent bottle that you got ripped <laughs> off for ten bucks for. Go Bono, but go Bono.
1: But uh, but what I like about it, I mean, I've used it a dozen times since I got home though, and I mean, it's per, it's nice. It keeps your water colder. Now I do. I put my that seems around. excessive
0: too. <laughs> it does. To put a koozie around a cooler bottle,
1: but well, it don't keeps want it even cooler. Cold. Why he- not just eat ice? Hey. Anyway, <laughs> I love. It. Please don't give me the side eye anymore. I love you, John. <laughs> John? Before the show there was this little there was this little
0: miniature speech about how hard they make me work editing stuff. But they still say stuff that
3: has to be cut. I haven't said anything
0: yet. The yet. <laughs> show's not
1: over. <laughs> that was good though, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're <laughs> a third grade. <laughs> have you met us? <laughs> yeah, have you met? Uh, we were talking about our tattoos. Let's compare our tattoos here. Let's let John. Okay, you look at. uh, I uh saw yeah. last week. I know, but no, we've now got the. Yeah, what is it actually, called? The, the thermoderm? Or
3: <laughs> the medicated the, goo is off of? The Sandy Derm.
1: Yeah, Sandy Derm.
0: Yeah, looks like. Uh, Looks like tattoos to me. Well, wait a minute. Tell them well, about his. Well, his is like the, uh, what is it, Space Pop? What's Astro Baby. Astro from Baby from the, from uh, the Zoropa album yeah. cover. Yep, yep, yep. And And uh, Hank's, his looks like Raleigh Fingers is making out with Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> <laughs> wait.
1: <laughs> okay, I can't really see it exactly because it's on my right
0: shoulder. Yeah, that's is that the, what it he, looks like. You got punked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> well, Mr. Merging <laughs> Anyway,
1: but don't they look good? They look. For, they look like tattoos. When are you gonna? We gotta get a show tattoo. I've decided. We've gotta get a. The three of us in the same spot.
0: <laughs> do you have a third lung, and do, or just love wasting oxygen? <laughs> you wouldn't do that. Now answer my question.
1: No, I wouldn't. You have need to answer much. to that before you asked it. Yeah, but. You would look good with a tattoo on you, dude. Get it right here, right above your uh, your left areola.
3: <laughs> Wouldn't that be? No? The, the only problem with all of that for me is... The show logo has your name on it, and I'm not getting your <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, if we go back to on. the
0: original logo that has all our names, uh-huh. I still wouldn't get. Oh it.
3: gosh, well he would do it, but there's a number associated with it. Oh yeah, we talked about
1: that. Well, how much? Well, how much would it cost for you to get the show logo right now? The Brian Hanks oh, show oh, logo on oh, my chest here, on your chest. Yeah, well, no one would ever see it except for your wife, and uh, well, uh, that would be it. I think and, you said and ten your, grand, ten was, grand, and your me. shower. We ought to start. Are you serious? $10,000? Yeah. What if I started a GoFundMe mm-hmm. for $10,000 for John Dawson to get the show logo? This goes back to the third lung question.
0: <laughs> You're not going to raise ten grand. Nobody's going to donate thousands of dollars to that. I'm All not right. saying thousands. That's
1: the beautiful thing about GoFundMe, though. You get 100 people that donate Ten dollars each. That's a thousand. That's a thousand. See, I'm not good at math, dude.
3: A hundred dollars each. A hundred people donate a hundred dollars. Uh, but people won't donate a hundred.
1: I'm thinking people would donate ten dollars. some people would even do 20, uh, donate twenty. Danny Rice would probably donate a hundred. He would be one of the few. I would donate a hundred. So there's two hundred there. So we're still ninety-eight hundred short.
3: I'm not going to do it. How much would you donate? I wouldn't do it because I know he deep down does not want a tattoo. But for ten
1: thousand dollars. We could do this. Listeners, I may start a no, GoFundMe. Don't, don't, don't do all that. That's not necessary.
3: Look, do you want 10000 free dollars or not?
1: Well, it's not free. He's actually getting a tattoo of the Brian Hanks show on his uh, upper left
0: Why chest. would you care if I got a tattoo that no one would see?
3: I think he well, just have likes doing, making you do things you don't want to do. This segment
0: of the show is sponsored by <laughs> Galico Office Automation. And I think John... Do, uh, John well, so... But seriously, let it go. It ain't gonna happen. If we came up with ten thousand dollars, I don't want any GoFundMe campaign started and all that, because I don't want it out there that I want a tattoo because I don't
1: want. One. Yeah, well, that, that's the beauty of it, though. I bet Brian North would do a segment about it on, on Channel Twelve too. That's ever, even worse. You ever seen this signal before? <laughs> what yeah, that I have. I wonder if we could talk to someone who's. I, I, I wonder. I bet we could talk to Reggie or Brandon, and see maybe. Hmm, you know what? I'm formulating a plan over here, John
0: Dawson. I'll, if I'll we can just it. get WRNS to give us like a twenty percent raise, I'll be satisfied with okay. that. But no Fair. tattoo. I'll
3: do it on a visible spot on my arm for half of that. Yeah, but dude, no, you there's already your got a cam- tattoo. There's tads, there. your
1: campaign.
0: That's,
3: uh, that's a but that's
1: different though, dude. He's yeah, already got tattoo. You know what I'm saying? It's for you
3: because
0: you well, don't want no a tattoo. a little secret: if you get, if you raise the ten grand, I'm still not going to get it. <laughs> if I'm to save you some time.
3: You lied to us. I tried to do you, did you I kept, a rascal.
0: I kept doing this.
1: Tried to tell you. <sighs> Jonathan Massey, tell us about Goeco Office Automation.
3: Well, Goeco Office Automation is a fine company, and they never advertise falsely that they will do something that they will act. John they way, do.
1: Which is what John just did.
3: Correct. But Jack, he follows through with his promises, which and his main promise is to offer the best office, auto, office innovation experience, this side of the mississippi and so far we've had nothing but great experiences right, with absolutely great That beautiful piece of equipment over there has never failed us and the couple of times we did have a little issue with it jock was just a phone call away yep and if you want to uh, get in on that action and have jock's personal cell phone number which i'm getting ready to give you you need to give him a call at 252 252, 252 286 286 5353 53
1: 54, 54. Uh, What about websites?
3: Goeconc.com. And what is goeco.com for more information?
1: Well, there you go. I like it. Uh, Musical hand. We've only got one today. I know. Are you going to be all right, John? (laughs) <laughs> yeah i know there's a, you are, seriously are you all right i looked down as you started that that sounded pretty bad yeah i went to acting school oh there you go did you Nah. Uh, see you lied to us again jonathan this oh, is natalie marchant it is well is that that's not how you say it that's how it? she says it are you serious has a heart attack Like the one he
3: pretended to have just now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Real people call her Natalie Merchant. That's right. Okay. uh, 10,000 Maniacs. Dude, I I think we've done her before, but I mean... Your uh, your feelings on Natalie Merchant? You liked her, right? I liked her when she
0: was with Ten Thousand Maniacs. I mean, her solo <laughs> career was this and Wonder, Wonder, and that's it. Yep, that is. She should have stuck with the band, but she should have. I'm uh, friends with a guy whose band toured with Ten Thousand Maniacs. Said she was really nice. Oh and, wow! You know, personable and all that. So I have no beef with with Natalie. Just say your name uh, in an unpretentious manner. That's all I ask.
1: That'd be like if I said my name John Dawson. John <laughs> Dawson. I like that. John Donson. Yeah, and you have to say it like that, okay?
3: Well, I said it like a Frenchman. You said it like
1: a kamikaze pilot. (laughs) Maybe we'll write that into the contract that it's no longer John Dawson. It's John Dawson. John Dawson.
3: It's like Garcon. Yeah. Yeah. Garcon. Garcon. Yeah. I sounded like
1: like you. In my head, I sounded like you. Wait a minute, chorus. I actually like this song.
3: My own mind, hypnotized,
0: mesmerized. I like that song she did with 10,000 Maniacs called Eat for Twos by The Woman Who's Expecting. I thought it was an interesting lyric. I don't remember that one. Or a fat guy. No.
1: Or a fat guy. But that was funny. That was funny. Okay. Natalie Merchant over there. You know who she is, right? We did her last year. Sure. I yet. mean, that's
3: probably my point of reference for the... <laughs> From well, okay. the Can album Tiger Lily.
1: There you go. Can I tell them what year this came out? Sure. That 1995. I don't know if that'll help or not, not but this really. came out in 1995.
3: 54.
1: You say 54. What do you say, John Dawson? 55. Brian. She was born October the 26th in the year of our Lord 1963. She is the big 6-0 today. Oh, wow. Now I, that surprises me a little bit too. Her and Michael
0: Stipe had a romance for a while don't yes just um, the answer is yes moving along
1: no i'm not saying hey we're in an enlightened time i mean he's gay right so when did okay i didn't know he was gay he is gay yeah i mean in
0: an interview he once said i'm an equal opportunity lech." (laughs) did he really (laughs) <laughs> I didn't know that. That's awesome. I mean, he's been with the same guy for like 20 years yeah. now, but at one time he okay. was with Natalie. Hey,
1: and I didn't say it in a bad way. I just thought, you know.
0: By saying that, though, it sounds bad.
3: <laughs>
0: well, I didn't mean for it to sound I'm a huge If Michael you want Stuck Brian fan. Hanks to get on a point and just drill in say, <laughs> move it along, yeah. he'll <laughs> he'll be are. like Jacques
1: Ewing on an oil well. Well, you... <laughs> You're up one to nothing. Man,
3: there's no more. I don't understand that reference, but it seems like a deep cut. There was was a show Dallas
1: about oil. Yeah. Yeah. He he, he drilled a
0: lot. Before your
3: time
1: before your time yeah. in the eighties, early eighties actually. Yeah.
3: I mean I I get the point now, but I mean it just seemed like a deep cut and I appreciate it. Yeah.
1: Well there you <laughs> go. Okay, you lead one to nothing, John Dawson it goes to you. He's hosted Wheel of Fortune since nineteen eighty one and he just he gets more and more aggravated every episode that you see, which <laughs> kind of makes me laugh a little bit. It's Pat, Pat Sajak. Sajak. Oh my God y'all did it in uh, in, stereo. uh I've, never, stereo. I've never I've never I'm not against the show.
0: I was when tax deduction number two was like four she started watching it, trying to figure out what they were saying, so I would watch it with her. I started occasionally, if I would walk through the room, I would stop and watch it for a couple of minutes just to see if he had a breakdown on camera. Because we know if, if he wasn't about to retire, it was going to happen. I think it has happened, and they just have cut it out.
1: I believe they have. And what's crazy, you know they they tape like three days a month. They do like 10 shows a day, which, I mean, it's 30-minute shows, so do the math. 300, that's six hours. Oh, yeah, works.
0: Hollywood Squares, they used to tape five shows in a day. And that's why they would tape three shows and then have lunch with a lot of wine. And that's why the Thursday and Friday show was crazier,
1: because they were all drunk. I did not realize
3: yeah. that. Hey, good for fun. them. But,
1: right. but what's crazy is, I mean, just... He's got the... You talk about... What is it you like to say about... Not the gravy train. What is it you, you've you got to Riding the gravy train with biscuit wheels? Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, he has got the easiest life in the world. What does he do? He reads off a card. He tells somebody if they're wrong when they spend... He gives people life-changing <coughs> money. And is just... He's just grumpy. Yeah, that's how I picture you would be after forty years of doing uh, Will of Fortune. Well, first of all, after about ten years, I
0: would have disappeared and you'd never see me. again. That's true. After, you after I ranking, had about twenty 50, million dollars, about a twenty year, million in the bank,
1: yeah, <laughs> out of there. <laughs> but I, I just don't get it. I don't understand why. And he is. He's just. He's like Grumpy Cap, man. I mean, he's just. And he's got the how hard – he gets to hang out with Vanna White, who's lovely. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I just – I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I mean, does he feel like maybe – because he originally started out as a newsman. He was like uh, Well, he had an 1130 late-night show for a while. It didn't do well, though. I actually tried it to was watch a little no, bit It of that was like,
0: actually good. He just – they uh, – Was it? Yeah, it was pretty good that they insisted on putting him on before Carson – retired, which was a mistake, and he was friends with Carson and got his blessing. There was no bad... They used to play cards together at the commissary. um, Can you imagine walking up on that? Pat Sajak and Johnny Carson playing cards. Pat Sajak, Johnny Carson, and Carson's producer, um, Peter LaSalle, who's like the the consigliere of late night he's got some amazing stories
1: but anyway well i mean wouldn't that be fun you wouldn't interrupt him but it would just be neat just i would do this with my phone i would probably do the walk by <laughs> oh know, there was a, a little... weekly poker game
0: with uh, johnny carson steve martin neil simon i'm forgetting some people but that would be a great oh, i would have been there just to like you need anything you drink mr carter yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: exactly okay pat sajak over there uh dizzle how old is he today 70 hmm, 76 you say 76 what do you say jonathan massey
3: 77
1: congratulations you right almost said 77 and talked myself out of ah. it
3: ah, he was you born idiot october
1: 26 1946 Seventy-seven. Congratulate. Good job, there, Jonathan. I that was I did that all on my own. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> exactly. It's one to one now. It goes back to you, Jonathan Massey. She's a former first lady and could have been president of these here United States of America, but she lost to Donald Trump in twenty sixteen. She has seen a lot more than we ever want to know. It's <laughs> Hillary <laughs> <am I>? Rodham. <laughs> exactly, Hillary. Rodham Clinton how old is she today there Jonathan Massey and don't tick her off because you might wake up dead yep 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 I don't think I think even Democrats laugh about that well House of cards was based on something yes it was yeah I'm just I'm just gonna stay out of it
0: according to work. the producers it was based on Bill and Clinton yeah. but
1: I'm just saying you're just saying yes uh, you're just saying right I'm just saying what I'm thought.
3: not saying anything I'm just you're saying. just saying yep yeah. Just don't email anybody about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, if you do lose it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it'll yeah. get lost. Don't it worry. Is, yeah. 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 Well,
3: it depends on who you are. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. no flight records. No, no, yeah. no.
1: No, no, none mm. whatsoever. Hillary Rodham Clinton, how old is she over there today, their I, I, Mizzle? I
3: think I know this one because we've done this before. 70. 76. Describe what he was just doing. He was giving it the old Rodham. Yes, he was. 76.
1: Right on the nose, she was born October 26, 1947. She is indeed 76 years old today. You take a two-to-one lead. John Dawson. It's good. I feel like getting away from you here, dude. It's good. (laughs) Tell him what you're doing. It's good. Yeah, that that ginger ale. It's pretty good, isn't it? It's pretty good. It's good. Okay. Uh, who was it? I had somebody here. In the ha- oh, uh, my sister stayed. Uh, I got to see my sister. You I know, had her on the show on Monday. I don't know if you guys listen or not. Just awesome. My little sister, Susan, and her husband <laughs> tried one. Of- no, I'm pointing at your ginger ale. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he was like me, dude. It, it, it was a little too strong for him, man. And, and I said, I warned him beforehand. I was like, dude. A man. It takes a man to drink that. And I told you, if you
0: want to get the boiling kind, that's right beside this on the shelf, and then we could both enjoy it.
1: But you like
0: it? Do you not like? I that? like both. Okay. Well, I'm anyway, trying to, I'm trying to bring you into the ginger ale. It would. It you would should be have good heard him say it's,
1: it's. I could feel it in my nose.
0: <laughs> that's all he said. Well, he might be drinking it wrong. <laughs> to go with, there
1: you go. It's to go in your mouth. There you go. Well, two to one. It goes back to you, John Dawson. I think he's a... Com- I, I, you and I agree on this. Let's see if he does. Uh, he's a comic genius. He created Family Guy. He's created... Oh, uh, can I say now? Uh, yes, you can. I mean, but it, Seth
3: MacFarlane. Is he, he not a genius? Ted, Million Ways to Die in the West. The he's Cleveland also a, Show. Yeah, uh, American Dad. Yep. Uh, a jazz musician, I believe. Isn't that what he does? Big huh. band singer or something. Yeah. Yeah. What do you he's think? Because I an know
0: John, Jonathan and I. I think he's a talented guy, but it's not... Uh, about 60% of the time I find it funny, but a lot of the time I find it annoying. So Here's, I'm like 60-40. I
3: think he's kind of over the whole family guy thing. I think he's kind of phoned it in. He's just collecting a check at this point. Because yeah. the first eight to ten seasons were really good. Yeah. And now it's just kind of like... He's getting he's jacked. That's what it is. Ah, there you well, go. It's become kind of like Saturday Night Live went through that lull that lowest comment denominator just when's the last time you watched
1: a live family guy or not live but i'm talking about like a like this season family
3: guy because i don't i haven't i watch the reruns i haven't even seen a new family guy in five years wow
1: still a genius and i think well, you and i talked about this a little while ago i don't know if you were in on this or not but uh, a million ways to die in the west or was it a million or what was it a million ways to die in the west <laughs> was and I cannot understand why it got bad reviews and I mean that and it did. It
3: got panned. So but it was hilarious. I laughed through it It was so funny. The funniest part of me was so on Family Guy years and years and years ago, they made fun of uh what's the guy that played the Played the antagonist in a million ways.
1: Yeah, weeks. the. Uh, oh, help us here, uh, the guy. I, I, I will find you and I will kill you. Oh, Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah Liam Neeson. So, he, yeah. so,
3: Liam Neeson was in a million ways to die in the West. Well, they made fun of him playing a cowboy before mm-hmm. because he has that, that, like, what is it? Welsh or something Scott, like that. that yeah. Yeah. Liam
0: Neeson was on Miami Vice, by the way. Oh,
3: dear God. Not surprised. Hold on, go. chorus. <laughs> so. <laughs> that was <a> good. That <laughs> was one. good. Wait a minute. There we go. But, uh, the whole bit with him in this movie was he—he he played up to that—that that family guy bit where he didn't sound like he belonged in the West. So he talked with his normal accent the <laughs> entire time.
1: And he's supposed to be a cowboy. I mean, an old West cowboy, he's just but a it's fresh kinda, off the boat from Ireland. Cowboy,
3: yeah, pretty much, yeah.
1: But it was hilarious.
0: lots his whiskey.
3: Very, yes, mm-hmm. very underrated. I mean, I, I think I, so. I, well, I, even Sarah Silverman, in that movie was kind of funny. Gross. But we cannot.
1: Funny. No, we really. Hey, you're hearing me say this. We <laughs> cannot do any of the lines she did in that movie. None. Okay. All I can say is she was a madam, or she was like a
3: a, a lady of the night, a lady so of the night, and that's all. Giovanni Ribisi. Funny. Oh my God. he it was his? He was her, her fiance. Yeah, her fiance. While she was doing that job, and he wasn't one of her uh, clientele. In fact, they
1: had not had time together yet. <laughs> they were waiting till their wedding. This is the thing you said we
0: can't talk about. Well, right?
1: I'm keeping it, G. Yeah, we're, we're keeping yeah.
0: how many birthdays we got left.
1: Oh, uh, we've got this one, Seth MacFarlane, mm-hmm. and you've got to guess on how old today is, Seth MacFarlane. And this can't be right. I just that bodes well. Uh, well, no, I've got to look it up because I don't trust myself now. Don't look it up.
3: I'm not. Um,
1: I knew I got it wrong. I am so glad that I looked it up here. You're gonna be proud of me, cause okay go ahead. How old today is Seth McFarlane? 56. You
3: say fifty-six. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? I'm just gonna be safe. I think he's like fifty-one ish, but I'm gonna say fifty-five. You did
1: right. He's October or he's born October 26, nineteen seventy-three. He is fifty years old today, and John Massy, Three of the six down. You needed to do six in a row. You're halfway there. <sighs> he's going to catch you, man. He is actually going to catch you. This is uh, this is so much fun. Okay, uh, you've won today, three to one. Here we go. Uh, it's a dead person. And if you if anybody knows me, and you two should know me. But I don't know if you get. It, he's my favorite author of all time. Who is it? He wrote The Lords of Discipline, The Great Santini, The Prince of Tides. And I've read every single book he's read. I met him in a uh, Hilton Head Hilton, how about that? A Hilton hotel in Hilton Head, North Carolina, or South Carolina, in 1997, I believe. I was working for a radio, I was working, well, I was working for a newspaper, but I was stringing for, uh, a radio station, and the guy gave me his tickets. It was a radio convention down in Hilton Head, and I was poor as anything, man. And I mean, I stayed in a $300 a night hotel in Hilton, in Hilton Head, and then got to meet Pat Conroy in the lobby, who was signing his books down there. Did I just say his name? I did just say his name, yeah. didn't I? Pat Eventually. Conroy. Today is back. <laughs>
3: I'm saying that And that's thinking. the
1: rest of yeah. the story. Yeah, there you go. I love Pat Conroy. Y'all know that. I mean,
0: yes. I was getting
3: ready to say, didn't you get a, him a based on your
1: recommendation yeah. for Christmas? Yep. Yes. Yep. Oh, dude, I love. And love, I couldn't remember love Pat Conroy. It's all right. Uh, how old is he today? There or how old would he be today? He passed away in 2016. Jonathan Massey.
3: So seven years ago. Yeah.
1: 90. 90. You say 90. What do you say, John Dawson? 89. Uh, He was uh, much younger than that. He was born October 26, uh, 1945. So he would be 78 today. Oh, wow. But that's all right. Hey, doesn't matter. You already won. Yeah, you you already. Oh, hey, John. Hey, local birthdays today. Happy birthday to Tommy Farrow. Uh, And I love me some Tommy Farrow. Uh, good guy. You met, you've met him in your travels, haven't you? Yes. Uh, he's the Pepsi guy. And, uh, man, when we used to do the United Way Day of Basketball, always hooked us up with hundreds of dollars for free, hundreds of dollars worth of Pepsi and Pepsi products to help the United Way. And I just always uh, – I've been friends with him ever since. In fact, as the crow flies, he lives about a mile from here, a mile and a half from here. I'm glad he – I'm sure he's glad you put that out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there you go. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, happy birthday, Tommy. <laughs> Thank the world of him, man. Great guy. Marquise Grant, he's been a guest here on the show several times. He's a coach. And then uh, a friend of uh, me and my brother's, uh, Patty Miller. Uh, today is her birthday, too, so... Uh, happy birthday to you, Patty. Just a, She's a great photographer, great person. So if your birthday is today like Patty Miller, like Marquise Grant and Tommy Farrow, and my favorite author of all time, Pat Conroy, have a great birthday. We will see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by Goico Office Automation. Absolutely. And again, want to thank uh, James Rice, David Barnes in our first hour, my good friend, Jason Bryant. We've been solving all the problems of the world. Hey, we will see you. Say goodbye to everybody. True
2: smoke tomorrow.
1: True smoke tomorrow. We'll have uh, Diesel. We'll have Larry Dale and uh, Paul Whittington. Have a great Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.